This is an ABC podcast. G'day, Dr. Carl here. Last time, I talked about the long history of face masks and how effective they are in reducing the spread of respiratory diseases, COVID being the recent big one. Simplistically, I thought that face masks worked thanks to the tiny holes in the material, whether they were homemade or hospital grade. Even though the water droplets carrying virus particles were smaller than the holes in the material, I figured if you had a bunch of overlapping layers, the incoming droplets would eventually run into some fibres of fabric and get stuck. I was heaps wrong when it comes to the technology behind the N95 mask. It was invented by Peter Tsai, who emigrated from Taiwan to the USA. In 1992, he led a research team at the University of Tennessee with the goal of developing an electrostatic charging technology that could be used for filtration. The first thing was to develop artificial fibres. Why artificial? So they could hold an electrical charge. So first, the special fibres. It took him about a decade to develop the special non-woven polypropylene fibres that are the key to the success of the N95 mask. They're made by an industrial process called melt blowing. It was inspired by observations of volcanoes going back thousands of years people had seen active volcanoes emitting a regular torrent of lava. And they noticed that every now and then, if a strong wind blew across the molten lava, it would pick up the very top layer of the lava, which would then cool in the air like candy floss, creating a strange fibrous material they called Pele's hair. Melt blowing is the industrial version of this process. It was devised in the 1950s. It starts with any of several polymers, such as polypropylene, polycarbonate, or polyamides, which include the familiar chemical known as nylon. You then heat the polymer so it becomes molten and liquidy. Then you force it through a tiny nozzle while simultaneously blowing a gas at high speed in the same direction in which the polymer is being extruded. This replicates the action of the wind and this creates a bunch of fibres in the air forming a non-woven sheet. Melt blowing is a remarkably simple process that can churn out lots of product and it doesn't need any nasty solvents. Today's melt-blowing fabrication technology can generate fibres as small as 36 nanometers, which is 36 billionths of a metre. You can use this non-woven sheet for delivering drugs, absorption materials, clothing, and you guessed it, filtration. Professor Sai wanted synthetic fibres, 
so they could be electrostatically charged to specifically attract tiny particles instead of just waiting for these particles to accidentally bang into a random fibre. Now, here's a crazy coincidence. This electrostatic charging technology is also called corona charging, where corona means an electrical discharge around a conductor. And yes, this corona charging technology was used with great success against the coronavirus. Okay, anyhow, on with the story. Corona charging generates an electrical field, which then ionises the atoms in the molecules that make up the air. As a result, the atoms lose electrons and so become positively charged. This corona in the air then charges the non-woven fibres to become either positively or negatively charged. A typical N95 mask will have three layers. The outside layer resists moisture, and it's made of spun-bond non-woven fabric. The inner layer touches the skin, and it's made of thermal-bond non-woven fabric. Now, these outer layers are not particularly good at filtering, but on the other hand, they are pretty easy to breathe through. Their main job is to hold the middle layer. The middle layer is where the magic happens. It's made of melt-blown, non-woven fabric. But this middle layer is also permanently charged and will electrostatically attract tiny particles such as nasty little viruses. Now, this simple trick took years to invent. Amazingly, the electrostatically charged middle layer increases the efficiency of the filter by a factor of 10. So the 95 in N95 means that this mask will catch 95% of the particles that enter. But without the permanently embedded electrostatic charge, it would be an N9.5 instead of N95. Oh, and by the way, the N in N95 stands for not for oil, which means it can deal only with watery droplets. If you want to filter oily droplets, you need a different mask, the P95. During the early COVID days, Peter Tsai did various experiments to see if it was possible to reuse N95 masks without damaging the electrostatically charged fibres needed for the N95 mask to be 10 times better. He found that providing the N95 masks were physically clean, they could be heated to about 70 degrees C for 60 minutes, which would both destroy any virus, but not damage the permanently charged woven fibres. So for any Christmas masked balls, I know what I'll be wearing. I'd love it though if the masks came in bright colours and perhaps with a sprig of mistletoe attached, I'd be all set. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.